just because you can't believe they're like four-year-old phones being sold as, you know, brand new products to the unwary. But don't, don't give the game away yet, Kevin. Oh, this okay, is the sorry. 43rd episode of the Overclock Podcast. O-V-R-C-L-K-D underscore Z-A on all of your... Pl- well, if you found us, if you're listening to this, you obviously... <laughs> Look, man, if you listen to podcasts and you haven't found us, you're just trying to avoid us as far as I'm concerned. Cool, we build yes, ourselves I'm as... taking it personally. Uh, sorry. As the most accessible technology consumer technology podcast in south africa i think we do a very good job of it and this is the 43rd episode and i'm joined as always by gavin dudley my esteemed co-host and friend hi gavin hello are you having senior moments again with your phone <laughs> moaning that things are so expensive but that's coming later. <laughs> okay right now let's kick it off you know we come to you we try and stick to five minutes per segment so we can get in and out before 20 minutes is up but it's all good Gavin, DSTV, Ugh. shedding jobs, okay, choices, man. shedding I, jobs. As soon as my children got out of the baby phase and I wasn't locked into my home with them, I cut the <laughs> DSTV cable as soon as I could. Up till then I was watching a lot of cooking shows, but that was like 10 years ago. Haven't had DSTV for 10 years, have not looked back. But I've been thinking, I mean we did a story about how they broadcast sports for, you know, super sport. It is a hugely complex process. They drive pantechnical trucks around the country to get to all the games. They're paying presenters, studios, all sorts of engineers. They're running cables around stadiums, camera positions. It's a hugely expensive process to film every sports event. And they're doing it for rugby, soccer, you know, premiership Mm -hmm. soccer, every single cricket competition. It's a hugely expensive business to broadcast sport in South Africa, even if you have a monopoly like they do. So I've been concerned for some time that fewer and fewer people can afford their 900 Rand premium bundle. And I'm not at all surprised that they're losing hundreds of thousands of customers. But, you know, by the time they've paid, you know, uh, Warner Brothers to broadcast movies and paid HBO for Game of Thrones and sent those Pantechnicon trucks to all the sports events, you know, it's a very expensive business. Then they've got to pay for satellite bandwidth. You know, it's a very expensive business, so it doesn't surprise me at all that they're suddenly a little nervous and are cutting costs. And unfortunately, they started on, you know, low-paid jobs. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it is also automation, which is a hazard of the game. Kind of, when they're trying to cut costs, they are more open to adopting technology that can do the work for them. And, like, it's a, it's a lot of people who are doing, and I hate to say this, but it was like, it's low-end jobs. Yeah. So it's, it's hell of a sad because of the current employment. But what bugs me is that the company just reported mammoth profits <laughs> across the business. <laughs> okay, okay, but when we must get it in perspective. Remember, one of the probably one of the bigger tech stories of the year was Naspers, the big holding group yeah. company, spun out multi-choice as its own company to stand on its own feet. Some people think perhaps they jettisoned the thing just before things went bad. But, you know, it's been a hugely profitable business until now, especially the sports monopoly. But now... I'm, I'm still I'm still in the pocket of, of DSTV. Yeah. I think it's still a great offering for what you're getting. I think 900 bucks is a good price because you're getting bundled within that. You're getting a full-service digital offering with, like, Ketchup Plus and all that stuff, and you're getting Showmax bundled in as well for free, and they finally starting to add real value to that to that offering. Even for 100 bucks a month, Showmax is a great, mm-hmm. it's a great bargain right now. 
Uh, yeah, that's all, all I have to say about that. It's hell of a sad, doesn't come at a good so time for like the economy or anybody. I think they, they're talking about 2,300 jobs, which, you know, in the context of, you know, gold mines and things like that, there's not a whole lot of jobs. But in the tech sector, that's very serious. And it does point to how technology is eroding certain kinds of business models mm. you know the fact that people can now interact digitally with dstv to fix their problems and don't have to walk into a center to deal with human beings those human beings now are being made redundant on a big scale apparently mm. yeah and that takes me to how technology is actually improving my life uh, mm. you know we spoke about it last week or the week before ipad os ipad ios 13 mm. on ipad which is called ipad os is live public beta went live yesterday or the day before i got it on my ipad best thing about it i can connect to my home server so okay. <laughs> you know something as windows people would have been very confused if we couldn't do it on day one you know but uh, just just for context Lindsay and I have always disagreed about the role and function of Apple products in people's lives, but the one thing we have found ourselves agreeing mm -hmm. on is that maybe the iPad is Apple's best product, yep. which is kind of weird because it hasn't received nearly, or nearly as much headline as phones and everything else, but you know, it actually really dominates its market segment and very little has come anywhere close to being as good yeah. as an iPad. And now it's a thousand times more productive. It's still not a good laptop replacement. Though. Right. Like you have to decide in your life whether you can live with an iPad or you need a full featured laptop with all the ports and all the abilities of a laptop. Yeah. iPad gives you three things. It gives you speed. So I'm talking about startup time. I'm talking about uh, switching between apps. It's really rapid, faster than any, any computer will be. It gives you portability, extreme portability. Mm. You can go down to as small as, what, 7.9 inches yep. on the iPad mini. Yep. And you can go up to like 12.9 yep. or 13 inches yep. now um, on the full-size iPad full size. It's a full laptop size, yeah. Um, and it gives you exceptionally good battery life. All the iPads are rated for about 9 to 10 hours yep. on the charge, and I've used that countless times. So it kind of really wins hands down in portability. If your priority is portability, um, then a, an iPad might be the device you're looking for. But don't be seduced into thinking that life is going to be great just as soon as you've got it all on your iPad. Because yes. you're going to suddenly start wondering why it's so hard to type on glass. And as soon as you need to type more than two sentences in your email, you're like, oh, this is not great. There's no tactile feedback. You know, you can't, you can't mouse around and point and click on things. You've got to constantly be poking with your finger. Um, you, you might attach a keyboard to your iPad, but that comes at a cost. And of course, it comes at a weight gain and so on. Um, and you still can't attach a... Well, actually, no, now you can attach yes. a mouse to the very latest versions yes. of iPads. But still, but, it, it works like touch. It's kind of just assistive. Yeah, it's yeah. Meant for, it's meant for people who have issues with like yeah. mo mobility issues. So, so don't think you're going to walk around with a slate in your hand and be quite as productive as you were. If you were only typing three emails a day and they were all two sentences long, that's fine. Oh. If you're typing 20, 30, 40, 50 emails a day, You've got to rethink whether the iPad's really going to work for you at that level. I work, then, I work fine like that. I've yeah, written yeah, countless yeah, yeah. articles. Yes, I'd like you to write more of your uh, emails to me with proper punctuation, <laughs> Lindsay. Thank you. Kevin, um, <laughs> we, are, we, are, we well, are up against it for time now. Okay, well, do consider what your needs genuinely are. There are now laptops available, but at reasonable prices, let's say between 10 and 14,000 Rand, that are actually very light and very thin and give you the full functionality, all the ports to plug in your accessories yeah. and so on. All right.
the iPad is a completely different class yes, of device. Yes. It's a it's a it's an iPad. Yeah, yes. yeah, and it's it's a lot better. And now. for what it does, it does it better than anyone else. Moving over, Gavin, let's let's educate some. No, people. no, no, wait. I just want to I just want to insert. Lindsay spent half an hour today justifying to me how he's going to spend fourteen thousand rand no, on his new iPad. He wants to spend fourteen thousand rand on his new iPad. Probably going to spend nine thousand rand. You know. Uh, okay, just so, just primary, so you know that iPads do go up there. Device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, so moving on, Gavin. Insuring devices, uh, mm. there's like you can do anything. You can either add it to like your home contents or your your car mm -hmm. insurance, like portable devices. Yeah, devices. the point of portable devices is that they're probably not going to be at home when stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. but that's exorbitant yeah, costs yeah. nowadays. Okay, I mean, just adding a phone adds like a thousand rand a month on, whoa, my, whoa. <laughs> on my insurance. Okay. Um, so, so what, what are your concerns when it comes to protecting or insuring your device against theft and or breakage? Well, I have a special p prayer and a mantra that I, <laughs> every time I step out of my car, no, not really. Um, um, I've, I'm, I must be honest, I've had very few incidents, apart from one day when both my wife and my cell phones were stolen because we'd stuck them in a side pocket of a backpack we were carrying around in Sanson City. Um, had very few incidents, so it's not like I've really reformed my thoughts on the subject. Um, except that if you're going to use a mobile device, it's going to be way more vulnerable, not just to theft, but to breakage, droppage. Things happen really quickly. Yeah. Um, insurance is one of those grudge purchases, right? Nobody really wants to buy insurance. Um, you go first. You tell me about your plan. Uh, so my wife is pretty much covered against damage. She has IK Plus with her iPhone. Right. Um, I think that also covers her iPad, and I think it covers my iPad. I'm Would not it cover loss and breakage? Uh, no, that's just that's just, just breakage. breakage. Yes. All right. Um, loss is if it's stolen in the house, it's under the home right. household contents right. insurance. We have, like, I, I found this cool tip, tip the other a uh, couple of years ago. One of my wife's old uh, employers, former employers, where he would video everything that yeah. he possesses. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. store that off-site. Right, so right. So he has a detailed record <laughs> for the insurance. An excellent idea. You can take pictures as well, of course. Yes. Mm. Um, so that's kind of my thing when I'm out and about. I'm more about actually securing the device itself. So if it does get stolen, I just want the thief to not be able to use it at mm. all. Not be able to steal my identity. Not be able to get into my bank account. All those sorts of things. Yeah. So everything is biometric. I, as far as possible, I like to biometrically... Mm. Seal well, everything. I mean, I'm in so much trouble with the law, with banks, with <laughs> debt collectors that I'm actually quite open to having my identity stolen. If anybody's interested in a slightly used identity, <laughs> in fact, I lost my identity when I had children, so it's available now if you're interested. No, I'm kidding. Um, I must be honest, I have very little concern, very little paranoia about identity theft. I just don't see myself as a typical. A typical candidate for that kind mm. of thing i just i don't have the bank balance i don't have the leverage yeah. you know i'm just not a great candidate for that kind of thing if i was going to steal someone's identity it, it's not as simple as it looks you've got to put in a bit of effort you may as well target someone who you know you're going to get something off somebody who's got a large uh, uh a large overdraft at the bank yeah. has excellent credit scores has a whole lot of assets this is the kind of person you're most likely to target if you were a petty thief a petty criminal I don't think you're going to take my laptop and then start inspecting my emails to see, you know, what you can do with them. Because, frankly, in my life, there's not a whole lot you can do with them. Good luck applying for a home loan and so on. Good luck with that. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's a little bit, uh, it's just the invasion of privacy. I, I've had a phone stolen on a train before. Like the one day I didn't have my earphones plugged into it. 
uh-huh. um, and to be able to remotely wipe the device. Mm. And like nowadays, you have all sorts of like track my iPhone. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can you can Android you can neutralize the device and yes. so on. Yeah. Um, I, I've I've heard a lot of good stories yeah. about people who have actually recovered their yep. devices like yep. that. Um, and that's that's what it's there for. And I want the thief to not be able to tamper with the device until mm. I can either wipe it remotely or mm. recover it via legal means. Okay, so you just don't like your your life being probed yes. into by yes. complete randoms. Yeah. yeah, okay, sure, sure. I must be honest, I it doesn't bother me overly, perhaps it should. Perhaps I should reassess my position. If you've got pictures of your family, pictures of your kids, especially yes. on your devices, the kind of thing that does make you kind of paranoid, you know, so mm. Okay, so, so identity theft is a real thing, and once it starts, it can be really difficult to head off. You yes. know, once someone's got into your Facebook, they've got into this, they've got into that. Even if they never get as far as your bank account, it can still be deeply frustrating. Yep. Okay. And it will just mess with my YouTube um, yeah. <laughs> recommendations. Hey, you might get like more likes, <laughs> eh? Huh? Huh? <laughs> no, my recommendations. Oh, I see. Yes, right, my carefully right. curated <laughs> recommendations that my kids ruin. <laughs> Okay, so so the, the bottom line on identity theft is don't be overly paranoid, but if you see enough weird behaviors like emails you, you really don't recognize or phone calls from people you don't expect to be getting phone calls from or things turning up in any of your feeds that clearly have got nothing to do with yeah. you, you are just as well to be nervous about things. The first thing you should do immediately is change all the passwords on your serious mail accounts. Because changing passwords on your other services normally require getting access to your email accounts. Yeah. Mm. Cool. That's about that for, for that segment. Now right. we want our Take A Lot Tech Treasure. Right. And this week, I'm going to keep it short and brief and something that we both love to research, <laughs> which is the current cost of phones. Yep. So you have a budget of 10,000 Rand mm. to spend on Take A Lot, Gavin. Uh-huh. Buying a phone. <laughs> what do you got? Well, I would like to say I'm going to get an LG, but it hasn't actually worked out quite that simply, to be honest. Um, I'm concerned, actually. The, the price of goods, it's, it's bothering me. Um, for below 10,000 Rand, um, if you're not looking at the sort of four, 5,000 Rand market where there are really strong offerings, for around 10,000 Rand, you're actually looking for a high-performance phone. Yes. You know, if you were just happy with an average performer, you'd be looking at 5,000 Rand. But at 10,000 Rand, you're looking for something that performs. And um, the, the current models at 10,000 Rand are very underwhelming. So I actually found better deals with slightly older phones who were top performers in their class, but perhaps a year or two ago. So um, I'm offering you the Huawei Mate 9. The Mate 10 is the current model, which means the 9 would be the... The Mate 20 is the current model. No, that's coming up though. It hasn't no, launched my yet. 20 oh, Mate 20 Pro is the current is the model. Current right, model. right. Sorry, my, my mistake. Mate 10 was the previous right. one. Right. So the Mate 9 would have been the leader in its category two years ago. It's now available for 7.5. I would say it probably still has excellent photographic capabilities. It's a big screen phone, well over six inches, probably 6.1 or excellent something like that. Excellent battery life as well. Yeah, yeah. So it would have been, you know, top of the pops two years ago. You can now get it for 7.5. My, probably my first choice overall would be the LG G7. No, 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 you can't take oh, it from I me. Oh, I stole you it from cannot you. Take Very well, it from then me. I will let you elaborate on the LG G7. I knew you were going to pick that. LG G7, thank you, man. It's the okay. only thing that, that, that works there. It's Snapdragon 845 chipset. Okay. So this is, this is last year's model. Yeah, actually. last last yeah. year's model. Um, first one to come with that amazing boombox yeah. um, speaker system. Right. Where it like uses the phone as it is in the yes, You put yes, it down yes. on a hard surface and it can fill a room mm. like a small Bluetooth speaker actually. Mm. 
excellent, excellent, excellent audio quality. Great build quality. Great build quality. Great audio quality, yeah. Great. Yeah. There are accessories available to it. It will get Android 9 at some stage this yeah. year. V40 just got it last week. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's a great, great device. Now the, G8 is, the G8 is due any minute now. Yes. But there you probably end up paying 11 or 12, I would think. Yeah. Maybe 13. Maybe even. 13. On but this is, I mean, I'm seeing it here for 7,500. 7,5,000 and, and you get fantastic an one of those tone headphones as well. Okay. So I'm I'm all in on that. I'm all in on the 7,500 Rand LG G7 ThinQ. I think excellent choice. Yes. Yeah. I don't have anything else. On, um, on the list. Would we consider Samsung's new A series? Yes, range? the A70 is actually really, really good. Like I think it's only device. got like a dual camera, right? Yes, yeah. but, but it's fine. Okay. I mean, it's, it's okay. high quality so, optics. So, quite recently, Lindsay actually reported on how uh, LG is trying to streamline its range. It used to have a J series and an A series. Yes. Now we just have the A series, but you know you're getting the current models if they're counting in tens, like A50, A70, and so on. A20, so, A50. Yeah. So the A70 is currently the top of the range. No, A80 is the oh, top oh, of the range. It's got that flip-up camera. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. So the and A80 A90 would be around... is incoming as well. A80 would be around eight or nine grand, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. So A70 we like as a sweet yes. spot there. Mm. So consider that if you want something that's current generation and pretty good performer. But we like our LG. We think that was top spec a year ago. Yes. Mm. Um, if not that, uh, I've got uh, maybe another dark horse, the Nokia 8 Sirocco. Mm. <laughs> it's all yeah. got like the old school 16 by 9 yeah. screen aspect ratio. But I, I, I like that device. It had a lot of, a lot of things going no, for it. No, no, I time. liked it too, except that I managed to crack the screen within, you like, within to crack a day of using it. No, 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 so no, 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 no. And, and it bothered me that that screen had cracked because I know I didn't do anything untoward to that phone. Anyway, uh, a good yeah, that's, good. that's going for 9,000 Rand right now mm. um, on Take A Lot. Mm. It's 128 gigs. Yeah. It's LTE, it's got decent camera hardware. Yeah, it's just got that old school um, screen aspect ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these glass back phones, I'm not a fan. <laughs> okay, so you can consider Samsung's A series phones below 10,000 Rand. Yeah. The LG, LG G7 ThinQ that we have yep. consensus on. And now after the Huawei Mate 9, which is now three, two, three generations back, but it was a top performer in its day. Cool. Gavin, what else is going on in your world? Oh, let's see. We are preparing to take on Comic-Con Africa, which is probably the biggest pop culture event in Africa at the moment. 45,000 attendees. We will have a stall there. And at the stall, we will be... I'll be wearing a jumpsuit. If you'd like to see me in a blue and silver jumpsuit. Oh, wow. Yes, Lindsay's got a dubious look on his face. A blue and silver jumpsuit. I'm doing it for you, listeners. I know the salespeople usually dress like they, yeah, they, they just do stepped, a bit out of a, stepped off a, the, the, the set <laughs> of a really low-rent hip-hop video. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we were doing a bit of cosplay um, at Comic-Con. That will be the end of September. And then right at the end of September, the Rage Annual Gaming Expo. We'll be attending that too as Tech Magazine. So the, the next two issues of the magazine we're putting out are focused on pop culture and Ooh. how you can get into digital arts, digital arts as a profession, and then a gaming-focused edition. So look out for those. Cool. I have the LG V40 ThinQ Android 9 Pie review in the works. I have the iPad OS review in the works. Well, not review, impressions, mm. insteps, those sorts of things. All on the YouTube channel, That Opinion Guy. Um, on the website, not been that active. I've been busy with a whole bunch of other things. 
uh, but that's going to get going sometime soon as well. And yeah, that's me. I'm sharpshooters across social media. S-H-A-R-P-S-C-H-U-T-T-E-R-S. I am that opinion guy. That opinion guy.co.za is my website. And I'm done for this week. And please interact with us on Facebook, where you can find us at Tech Magazine Czar. I, when I say us, I mean, I don't include... Lindsay, although Lindsay's a bigger contributor to Tech Magazine these days <laughs> than you'd imagine. Um, in fact, he's going off to represent us in India any minute yeah. now. Um, and you can email us at overclock. overclock. That's with all the vowels. At O-V-E-R-C-L-O-C-K-E-D, overclocked, exactly like you say it, at gmail.com. Cool. Bye. Over and out. <laughs>